It's a good show. I'm Carolyn Kane, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andros Jones. It's Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. Putting questions to the songs, which we will randomly select. Here with the help of our friend, Synchronicity. Now it's time for Radio April. Give us a shake. Time for Radio April. Give us a shake. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, on October 1st, 2018, with our musical guest, Coda Corvette. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Coda. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you here. And... Let's see. We are going to be digging into the synchronicity here. We're going to be using your songs as the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, choosing them randomly as the answers to our questions by either spinning the Wheel of Eight, picking a Radio 8 card, or flipping the Radio 8 coin. We'll be going through eight musical divinations. We're going to be joined by six illustrious guests, and their questions are going to be answered by these randomly chosen songs. Now, you have a list of eight songs that you've given me. Mm-hmm. Would you mind just sort of, I don't know, noodling on some sort of chords while I read your song titles? Okay. Song number one, The Hate That You Give. Song number two, Closer To You. Song number three, in the middle. Song number four, honor. Song number five, affectionate. Song number six, sweetener. Song number seven, beautiful disaster. And song number eight, good in goodbye. Those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations today. And like I said, we are going to be joined by six illustrious guests throughout this pop oracle session. And the first, the last question of the show will come from you, Corda. You, you, uh, Coda. Sorry, why did I say Corda? You, <laughs> Coda. And gather around, all ye paper fetishists. Here's the question. Oh my goodness! It's really it's there. Like ASMR. It's really, yes, it's really here. People, they, know, they, want, they want to know that we're not faking it. That's okay. a real piece of paper. All right. Okay. And, uh, and the, the first question, as happens every time, comes from the host. And uh, let's see. I have a question. Okay. I, we did a show. The last show we did was with a great singer-songwriter named Myra Flynn. And she had a bunch of guests in. And one of them was return of a producer friend of ours named Brian Bender. And he used a term that I had never heard before. Maybe you've heard it. Because you, I should, you know, 
full disclosure here. <laughs> Coda's young and hip, whereas I am old and <laughs> decrepit and totally out of touch. And so maybe she already knows this term. Are you familiar with this term, virtue signaling? Virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. No, it's new for I've you as well. I've heard it. I've heard it, but I don't know exactly what it is, actually. The context was Brian came in and he said, I could come in and virtue signal here, but I don't want to get into that. I want to ask a different question. And I think what he was, and I looked it up, I'd never heard it before. And basically, it's about people who are sort of, I don't know, putting themselves out as being, I am someone who cares about this issue, or I am someone who, I'm virtuous, and I, I think that, you know, I think equal rights for all people is a great thing. But then I, I think that implicit in it is something about maybe not walking the walk or doing it in a way to build yourself up, right? And it, as someone who uh, I'm, you know, I was, I'm a big believer in being a vocal advocate for things that you believe in. And so this term virtue, virtue signaling is a little bit... I can see why it's useful, and it's a little bit confusing to me. Like, how do you... And this is where I'm going to get to my question pretty quickly, which is how do you know the difference between virtue signaling and actual... And just be just saying what you believe and being a vocal advocate. I mean, clearly... I mean, let's, let's just say... Pro, let's say Martin Luther King probably wasn't virtue signaling. He was saying stuff that was important and getting yeah. it out there but someone might say oh well you know you're a, you know you're a preacher talking you know talking down to us stop virtue signaling to me so and maybe i'm wrong i'm i'm totally like i want to say i'm totally just lear i'm learning this phrase and like i said i think it's I, martin luther king is a is sort of an unfair example because yeah. m because that's not why the term was invented. I'm sure the term was invented for Republican politicians who say that they, you know, or I stand for family values and then get found in sex sting, sex ring stings <laughs> with young boys or something like that. Like, yeah. like, there's a certain hypocrisy that's implied, I believe, I think. Mm -hmm. and like I said, I'm just, I just, this is, I'm going off the Wikipedia and Brian's not here to explain it to me. And I didn't want to dig into that. I wanted to let that go. But okay. we have this show. We have this format. And so... My question for the Pop Oracle is, how can you determine the difference between virtue signaling and vocal advocacy? And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. We love it. And that's song number seven, Beautiful Disaster. Hmm. Lay it on us, Coda. Apart, 
No, never wanna be apart from you. But when I open up my heart for you, you don't like what you see. Baby, tell me, are you mad that I've been so bad? You learned something new, but then you wish you never had. Beautiful Disaster from Coda Corvette. The answer to my question, how do you tell the difference between virtue signaling and uh, vocal advocacy? So, you mind giving me the lyrics? Okay, right here. So, Coda, would you tell us a little bit about the background of that song, Beautiful Disaster? Beautiful Disaster. I basically wrote it about... um, Somebody that thought they knew someone and didn't really know them that well. Um, For example, like in a relationship or something like that. Um, You know, when when you end up being kind of like disappointed to find out certain things about a person or maybe they had a more dangerous past than you thought or maybe, you know, um, maybe they weren't who you originally thought they were. You're saying, I don't want to be with the person. So the person who you're talking about, the person who has this sketchy relationship past is the beautiful disaster. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. And maybe they've had issues like emotionally or, um, yeah, maybe they had issues emotionally in their past and stuff like that. And so, um, it's like, do you want to be in love with a beautiful disaster? Like you wouldn't want to be in love with a beautiful disaster or they're kind of explaining like, oh, maybe this isn't the right relationship or maybe you can't handle me and all my flaws. Right. Mm-hmm. So, well, I feel like that's kind of a perfect answer yeah. to my question because <laughs> it's about someone who's a, it's about someone who's a phony. Yeah. You know, someone who's saying, Oh, I love you, babe, whatever. Come on. Yeah, I'm, you're right. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you find out that they've said that to a bunch of other people and it didn't mean anything then. And they're basically signaling their virtue mm-hmm. when in fact, that's not, and it's really just to get something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean that it it definitely reflects my question. I'm quite. I'm trying to figure. Let me just look at the lyrics here and see if there's any kind of answer. I mean, obviously, there's something about. I mean, in the end, you'll know. Yeah. But I think the question is, I mean, how do you? What I'm trying to figure out is how do you know? And I guess I, there's also a part of me that's asking for myself. How do I know for myself the difference between when I am being a vocal advocate for things that I believe in and when I'm just puffing myself up and saying, look, 
I'm a virtuous person. Well, so, I think it matters whether you take action on it. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Uh, now, um, oh no. now I'm picking up a vibe that won't last through the night. Maybe that I, I think there's I think there is something there about trusting your instincts. Yeah. About like you can like, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell when something is legit or when it isn't, and that's not. But again, that's not yeah. always true because there's sometimes when you might be totally legit and someone because of experiences they've had with other people just isn't ready to believe anyone and, yeah. so, and maybe it's could be like someone else said the exact same words but when they said it they were lying and now you show up and you say those exact same words and you're like uh-uh exactly. you know yeah. i love you i do not believe yeah you know i already someone already said that to me and i don't believe it so there's something about that beautiful disaster I don't know. I'm trying to. Th- I, 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 li- I love that turn of phrase. It's a great. It's a great turn of phrase. Thank you. And yeah, I guess I'm going to lean into that idea of just like that. You're going to pick up the vibe. That that's kind of you got to trust your instincts on this. And exactly. And maybe there's something about if, if this was a relationship situation mm-hmm. that you're describing. What happens if you say, "Cool, you feel that way. Check in with me next week." You know, or like if someone's like, hey, tonight, let's hook up. We got to we have to get together. And you're like, I totally hear you. I think that's a wonderful idea. Check. Let's let's check in next week and see if you still feel the same way. Basically, if you right. maybe it's not a thing of just a binary of yes or no. Oh, you're you're fake or you're real. It's like, OK, well, I'm going to take you at your word that you're real. My own experience is that some people say that stuff just to get their way. So. If you're real, then show me you're real. Give me let's let's show me show me over time that you're legit. Yeah. Right. So I think that's pretty good. Now I, I have to ask you. Now I was watching you perform just now. Now you have this beautiful keyboard and this whole thing set up. And but I think didn't you just do it without any? You weren't listening to the piano when you were playing. You just had did it without the headphones. You sang that oh, without no, the. Oh no, I have a. Oh. I have an in here. Yeah, oh, okay. I was like, how is she doing that? I actually won this. <laughs> this is this is way too expensive. <laughs> it's uh, I I uh, I won this. Where'd you uh, win it? Unsigned only. Oh. Unsigned only is a it's like an online music competition, and I submitted my song that I wrote to them, and then they were all like, "Yeah, you're a winner of this <laughs> of this song category. We're gonna give you a free in your monitors." And we're like, "Oh my goodness, that's just that's an amazing prize because um, I could start using it on my shows and like on my concerts." Very cool. Yeah, it's it comes in handy. It's really great. Does it sound great? And yes. it sounds. Oh my goodness! The sound quality is amazing. That is very cool. We don't need Travis. We don't need these clunky <laughs> these clunky headphones. You gotta get in ears. They're like they're annoying. You don't hear what I'm. He doesn't hear what I'm. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Just go along with a bit. Yes. Well, it was a beautiful performance. Not quite as miraculous as if you'd been playing it, to, just singing without being able to hear the You're keyboards. Right. That would You're have been. Right. I was like, "What is she? <laughs> she's some kind of alien." I should be able to sing without hearing anything that's that's going on on the piano. That was so. That'll uh, be my next challenge. Yeah. No. Next no. Challenge. No. Enjoy your cool inner on in your monitors from unsigned only, <laughs> and that's a great uh, little example of how uh, musical divination works. I think that was. It was a great answer and a great song. And so uh, I'm looking forward to digging into synchronicity with yeah, you and I'm getting excited. to know you a lot better. Yeah, this is a fun game. I love it. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, 
our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8-Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8-Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Show. It's a good show. <laughs>